the Blaze Radio Network. On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. 653. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Vaches. I don't have to show you any stinking vaches. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, welcome to it, everybody. The Chris Salcedo Show underway. And uh, I don't know if this is history in the making or not. Let me let me take you back to about half an hour ago on the House floor, and this was the scene. Now, what you're hearing, that those are Republicans, and the Republicans are cheering because the modification of Obamacare has passed. It's not the repeal, it's the modification. But listen, something else is going on. Those are Democrats. It's almost like a day at the park. Na 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 na, na 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 na. Hey. Now those are the socialists. Those are the socialists in the Democrat Party. And what what they are saying is that now the Republicans have taken a step to get rid of socialized medicine, which i.e. Obamacare. That the Republicans now can kiss their seats goodbye because. What Democrats think is Americans have already consigned to the fact that they deserve health care paid for by their neighbor or paid for by some faceless, nameless, rich person. So that's what they're saying. Goodbye. Goodbye, Republicans. America is now socialist. We, they, they elected a socialist president. And, and, and now that you're trying to take away their goodies paid for by somebody else, you can, you can say goodbye to your seat, even though that's not, what, that's not what the Republicans are doing. In essence, all the Republicans are doing is taking ownership of Obamacare. It's what they're doing. There are some good things in the American Health Care Act, which, I don't know, might, might I want to stress, uh, help things along if it passes as is, but now the Senate's going to get a hold of it. Now, the, the big issue I have 
with what's going on with the American Health Care Act, Republicans' Obamacare light, Obamacare 2.0, is that it has accepted the, the notion that we need an entitlement here. That the American people have asked for and have clamored for health care paid for by somebody else. That the millennial generation has asked to be bent over so that they can pay out of their pockets for the older and sicker generation. Basically socialism, which, of course, we all know has never worked, never will work in the course of human history. But it never stops Democrats from trying. Welcome to it, everybody. It's the Chris Salcedo Show here today. And uh, right now, I'm looking at uh, imagery off screen here. Um, Oh, by the way, got to welcome all the folks on Facebook Live uh, looking at imagery of the White House, where uh, apparently there are a whole bunch of buses just standing by and waiting to take victorious Republicans. I think the vote was 217. They needed a 216 for passage. It was 217 by the skin of their teeth, but it's it's passed. This first step, as as Mike Pence put it when he was talking with Rush Limbaugh, This is the beginning of the end of Obamacare. Well, maybe. Maybe. Uh, This is the beginning of Republican care. When really conservatives know that what needed to happen was the end of Obamacare and nothing else. There there didn't need to be a Trump care. There didn't need to be a Ryan care. There didn't need to be a Republican care. There's no need for an entitlement here. The reason why... Health insurance has become perverted. The reason why it's so expensive is because of and in direct, how shall we say, proportion to. Because of and in direct proportion to government sticking its big fat nose in it. And that's the reason why a lot of things in this world become less affordable and distorted and perverted is because of government's unwarranted, unconstitutional intrusion into it. And that's what we're seeing right now with health insurance. Uh, right now, the situation is, and you know what? Before I get to the flip around, we'll, we'll start off here because Dr. Price, the Health and Human Services Secretary, wanted to remind America earlier today where we are with Obamacare. Well, the fact of the matter is that where we find ourselves right now is a system that's not working for so many folks. Uh, They may have a health insurance card, uh, but they don't have care. We've got uh, yesterday the announcement that uh, two major insurance companies were either announcing they're pulling out or planning to pull out of Iowa and and Virginia. So the system right now isn't working. All right. Yeah, well, it isn't working. Iowa, if, if Iowa loses its only insurer, then... There will be zero choices in the state of Iowa with Obamacare in place that mandates that you must have insurance. What do you do when you have no insurance available for you in the exchanges and you're mandated to buy insurance? What do you do? You're automatically in violation of the law, are you not? That's the nonsense of Obamacare. And and trust me, folks, it was designed to do this. Obamacare was designed to do this. That's why I was always perplexed by the traitorous insurance companies and their buy-in to all of this. The traitorous insurance companies saw dollar signs. And I think this is part of the genius of where resident Obama was going. He said, oh, yeah, I'm going to get these greedy SOBs and I'm going I'm to get them to sign their own death warrant. And he did. Obamacare was designed to fail. 
Obamacare was designed to do exactly what it's doing. Not quite so fast. But that's exactly what's happening. So when it was all laid to waste, it was supposed to be President Hillary Clinton, remember? And she would come in and say, okay, well, we've tried it the free market way. Now let's go ahead and have the government take it over. Of course, nothing was free market about it. Nothing about Obamacare was free market. But that's when you control the basket of biased press and when you're a bunch of liberal extremists who lie for a living. President Obama spent the last uh, eight years lying to the faces of the American people. And uh, that's what they do. Hold, you know what? I'm, I, let, me, let me go right now. Who is this? Fox? Fox has uh, the podium set up. I can't see whether or not Anybody's standing up there? No, there's there's no presidential podium. There's a whole bunch of lawmakers standing behind the presidential podium, and I don't think we have a a president there yet. But let's uh, let's go right out the fox. Hold on a second. Just telling us, the president told the conflicting uh, sides in Congress to get together and and work out their differences. And John, let me bring you in now. No, oh, the conflicting sides. He's talking about uh, the Republicans, the, the Democrats. They, they they're not in conflict. They're just saying. They're just kicking and screaming and stomping their feet. We're not going to do anything. The conflicting sides that they were talking about were the Republicans. Get together and be- behave as a party. Uh, forgive me, folks. My, uh, you guys on Facebook Live, my eyes are wandering because I'm waiting for uh, President Trump to stick his head out of, that, of that, uh, that office adjacent to the Rose Garden. And when he makes his way to the podium, hopefully we'll be able to get this in. Uh, before we have to go to a commercial break on the uh, Blaze Radio Network. But you folks on Facebook Live, if you are watching right now and we are not able to get to this, make sure you go to theblaze.com and you uh, go to theblaze.com slash radio and you can hear us live there or go download the Blaze Radio smartphone app right now or the iHeartRadio app and then we'll play the president's comments after what is being spun as a, a massive victory. And I... I don't know that it is. A, if you are a believer that government has no role between you and your doctor, this is a loss because now you've got both political parties, the Democrats and the Republicans saying, we need an entitlement here. We need to have government involved in your health care. So, so in my mind, as, as a constitutional conservative, this is a massive loss. The only thing that, in my mind, that was acceptable was the repeal of Obamacare and a set of laws designed to extract government perversion out of the market. That would have been the success. Not laws that put government back in front of uh, you and your doc, but a set of initiatives that would remove and allow the free market to flourish, competition to come back, and, well, some folks are making their way up to the podium now. It looks like Speaker Paul Ryan is making his way to the, uh, to the sound of thunderous applause. Let me see if I can get on this on C-SPAN. Everybody's shaking hands. Paul Ryan uh, looks pretty happy. Number one, number two. There's Scalise. He's a... Uh, I believe he's majority whip. So I think it's all done, but the shouting, there's, there's McCarthy. 
Uh, it's all done but the shouting right now, folks. Uh, so we're just waiting for President Trump to make his way out of the podium. And if he does, in a time allotted, we'll make sure to, to bring it to you. Uh, getting in touch with the Chris Salcedo Show. This is for you guys on Facebook Live. If you want to do so, and well, for you guys on radio too. Here comes uh, the president as, as uh, I am saying this. So let me just let you get in touch with me on social media. On Twitter, at Chris Salcedo TX at C-H-R-I-S-S-A-L-C-E-D-O-T-X, as in Texas, and on Facebook, The Chris Salcedo Show. Let's, he's getting up to the podium right now. He's pointing, he's congratulating, he's guffawing. <laughs> Let's, and as soon as he starts to step up to the microphone, folks, we'll, we'll st- guys with me on radio, just stick with me. I got a couple of minutes here. We'll be able to get at least some of his initial comments in, and hopefully he'll make some news right when he uh, steps up to the podium. He's, he's shaking hands with everybody that he possibly can. This is, no, don't, I don't want to undersell this. This is a major political win for the president. Let's listen in. I think this is Pence. Majority Leader McCarthy, Majority Whip Scalise, Chairwoman McMorris Rogers, Chairman Brady, Chairman Walden, Chairwoman Black, Congressman MacArthur, Congressman Meadows, and all the principled members of Congress who are standing with us here today on behalf of President Donald Trump and the First Family, welcome to the White House. And thanks to the leadership of President Donald Trump, welcome to the beginning of the end of Obamacare. See, that's critical right there, folks. This is not, this bill is not a repeal of Obamacare. It may be an incremental step to replacing it with, it with something else, Republican care or whatever. Hold on, back to Pence. And at that time, Republicans in Congress promised the American people that law would not stand. Today, thanks to the perseverance, the determination, and the leadership of President Donald Trump and all the support of those gathered here, we've taken a historic first step to repeal and replace Obamacare and finally give the American people the kind of health care they deserve. You know what, folks? It's just a matter of time time constraints we will roll on this uh when we come back on the chris salcedo show here on blaze radio we'll hear the president's remarks after the vice president is done speaking so make sure you get back here all you folks on facebook live get back here have a listen blaze.com slash radio uh you can also listen on uh, the smartphone apps iheart and the blaze radio smartphone apps be right back it's the chris salcedo show here on the blaze it's your radio republic be heard 888-900-3393. This is the Chris Salcedo Show. Part of Generation Blaze. On the Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951.
Chris Salcedo Show. All right. I go, before I uh, the president's still speaking, and I, I just got to tell you something happened when we while we were away. President Trump says, "Hey, what we're going to do is is we're going to we're going to hear a little bit from everybody." And then all of a sudden, people, all, all the all the Republicans standing behind him will start looking at each other like, well, "What? What? What? We're going to get a Nobody told us we were going to say anything." And, and, and then president says, "Okay, well maybe not." Anyway, let, let's 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 listen into what the president's saying. He's thanking Paul Ryan. He's thanking everybody. Uh, let's listen to what he says. Now it's bigger than that. Also, pure tax reform. So we're going to get that done next, and this really helps it. A lot of people said, how come you kept pushing health care, knowing how tough it is? Don't forget, Obamacare took 17 months. Hillary Clinton tried so hard, really valiantly, in all fairness, to get health care through. Didn't happen. We've really been doing this for eight weeks, if you think about it. And this is a real plan. This is a great plan. And we had no support from the other party. You know, uh, I'm sorry, Mr. President, but you might not want to sit out there and advertise that the Republicans have only been at this for eight weeks when the major criticism is that they should have been working on it for the last six years. And we're going to finish it off and we're going to go on to a lot of other things. And we are going to have a tremendous four years and maybe even more importantly, we're going to have a tremendous eight years. But we're going to start off with just a great first year. And Paul Ryan, come up and say a few words. Congratulations on a job well done. Speaker of the House, walking up to the podium right now, Paul Ryan. Uh, <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, first, uh, thank you, Mr. President. Thank you. Thank you for your leadership. Um, wow. There are too many people to name who played such an important role in helping us get to this part. But I want to thank a, f a few people in particular. I want to thank Chairman Greg Walden, Kevin Brady, Diane Black, Pete Sessions, and the members of their committees for all the hard work they put into getting us to this point. I want to thank all the other members who contributed to making this the best bill possible. It really was a collaborative, consensus-driven effort. I also want to thank the team here at the White House. I want to thank Tom Price. I want to thank Mick Mulvaney. And I especially want to thank Reince Priebus. We could not have done this without you, gentlemen. You guys are the best. Of course... This would not have been possible if that weren't for these two gentlemen behind me. This is the fourth presidency I've served with. I have never, ever seen any kind of engagement like this. I want to thank Mike Prince and I want to thank President Donald Trump for their personal involvement in working with our members and working to get this right for getting this done and getting us to where we are. Thank you, gentlemen. And not to put too find a point on this but where are we exactly for I, I don't i don't want I, this is this is designed like this folks to give you the impression that this you know done deal there is a senate that still has to get a hold of this thing and they might not even do it they might just kill it it may die in the senate we don't know the problems facing american families are real and the problems facing American families as a result of Obamacare are just too dire and too urgent. Just this week, just this week, we learned of another state, Iowa, 
where the last remaining health care plan is pulling out of 94 of their 99 counties, leaving most of their citizens with no plans on the Obama market at all. What kind of protection is Obamacare if there are no plans to choose from? And this is a trend that we are seeing all across the country. See, everything he said there was right. Everything he said there was right. Look at what big government did. Look at how Nancy Pelosi and Harry Reid and Barack Obama bent over the country and look at how they screwed everything up with government intrusion into the private sector, into our lives. And, and Paul Ryan is absolutely right. So here we are saying, look at all the damage that big government is doing. And here's our solution. More big government. Are you out of your minds? That's, I understand why this has to happen. I'll tell you why in a minute. I'll be right back. It's Chris Salcedo's show, The Blaze Radio Network. Chris Salcedo Show. We'll be right back. The Blaze Radio Network. The Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. What? Y'all expect me to come onto the onto the radio and say, "Hey, rah rah rah, go Republicans!" This is insane. This is this is insane. Now, look, I understand why this is a why this is truly a big deal because the three trillion dollar ripoff over ten years that Barack Obama foisted upon this country with only a partisan vote was so onerous it needed to go by the wayside so that real opportunity can get addressed in tax reform. I do not trust the Republican Party. I don't trust I don't trust anybody in government with health care. Nobody. But I do trust the conservatives and the Republicans with tax reform. I do trust them on that. They're good at that. One of the few things that I do trust government in doing is is simplifying the tax code. This is something I can wrap my head around. Simplifying the tax it's 75,000 pages right now. By virtue of what? By virtue of big government. But if you if you expected me to come on here and say, oh, Obamacare is almost dead, so what? We didn't win anything. We didn't win the argument here, conservatives. The argument was that socialized medicine sucks. It always sucks. It always will suck. You can't improve on socialism. Liberals will sit there and they'll campaign. Oh, yeah, well, you know what? If these, if these conservatives just get out of the way and let big government work, it never works. When conservatives get out of the way and let, quote, unquote, big government work, you get China. You get Cuba. You get Venezuela. Socialist paradise paradises in Venezuela right now they can't even they don't they can't get bread or milk or basic medicine oh, let's bring that to America yay socialism dumbasses 
So this is not the, the biggest, the, the, the best part of what's happening. That, and by the way, every Republican is stepping up to the microphone right now. This was such a hard thing to do. And it, it, big government isn't hard. You want to do something hard? Get government the hell out of my life. Let government do what it's constitutionally mandated to do and nothing more. Lao Tzu said, govern a great nation the way you would cook a small fish. Don't overdo it. The Salcedo Show axiom says, it is best not to give government more power, lest it be abused. You may... All you Obama freaks out there, you all might have loved Barack Obama with all the power he, he grabbed for himself. What if, what if Donald Trump was of a mind to say, hey, you know what? Obama did all this stuff. Obama screwed all these conservatives. What if, what if Trump said, I'm, I'm going to take that power too? I don't think it's in him. Uh, there, there is no way that Donald Trump is as... Uh, cold, calculating, and callous as Barack Obama was. And, uh, uh, and frankly, I, Donald Trump's been a, a Republican for five minutes and a politician for even less time. So I don't even think it's hit the president how much power he really has and how much damage President Obama did. And I don't think Donald Trump wants to do any damage to the country. President Obama did. President Obama hated this country. Still does. Do you guys hear? President Obama uh, got involved in another country's election. You know, just like the Russians got involved with our election. And we, we were told that's terrible. <laughs> President Obama just endorsed the French socialist Ma- Macron. Uh, what, what is the difference between... President Obama using his former status as, as uh, the former occupier of the Oval Office to influence a foreign country's election and r- what Russia did. Question number one. Number two, I really hope that Mr. Obama's touch, I hope he does to the French socialist what he did to America's Democrats. <laughs> They're not a regional party anymore. They lost over what? Over 1,100, 1,200 seats? during his occupation of the Oval Office. I hope, I hope the quote-unquote winning continues. And Marine Le Pen uh, talks about America's socialist endorsing her, her socialist opponent and is able to parlay that into a win. Uh, before we came back, there were some things the president had to say that uh, I wanted to play for you guys. Have a listen to this. I actually think it will get even better. And this is, make no mistake, this is a repeal and a replace of Obamacare. Make no mistake about it. Yeah, make no mistake, mistake, folks. This is not a repeal and this is not a replace of Obamacare. Make no mistake. And I think most importantly, yes, premiums will be coming down. Yes, deductibles will be coming down. But very importantly, it's a great plan. Well, I think there is, uh, judging, now that, that is if, the Republican version from the House makes it through the Senate without massive modifications. If the Senate even takes it up, I think there is there is room to say that the Republican idea will bring down costs from where they are now. 
which are artificially high, courtesy of President Obama and Democrats. I actually think it will get even better, and yes, this is, yes, make it, no mistake. Yes, yeah, make no mistake, it's, uh, it's, uh, it, it's not, trust me on this, it's not repeal. Will be coming down, but very importantly, it's a great plan, and ultimately that's what it's all about. We knew that wasn't going to work. I predicted it a long time ago, I said it's failing. And now it's obvious that it's failing. It's dead. It's essentially dead. He's talking about Obamacare, and he's right. And I just told you, because socialism never works. There is never, there is never a point in human history where socialism, if, if you're saying that I want my country to be successful and prosperous and free, socialism isn't the way to do it. It never has been. It never will be. If we don't pay lots of ransom money over to the insurance companies, it would die immediately. So what I love, I love that word. Ransom to the insurance companies. The traitorous insurance company. And that's exactly what it is. It's a ransom. They're demanding that under the Affordable Care Act that they be bailed out. And I have to be honest with you. Uh, about what has always perplexed me about the traitorous insurance companies and their endorsements of Obamacare. And the, oh, by the way, the uh, American Medical Association is out there condemning the Republican vote today and uh, AARP. Uh, both those organizations taken over by leftists. Uh, and both of those organizations, by the way, have conservative alternatives to them, and I'd suggest you find them. If you happen to be a, a senior or somebody um, that didn't, uh, didn't like the American Medical Association's endorsement of, of um, socialism under, under President Obama. But anyway, I, it always baffled me because you would have to be a complete and utter moron in the insurance industry not to realize that Barack Obama appealing to your greed was only a short-term fix and that ultimately Obamacare was designed to have your whole industry fail. The insurance companies, it would die immediately. So what we have is something very, very incredibly well-crafted. Tell you what, there is a lot of talent standing behind me, an unbelievable amount of talent. That I can tell you. I mean it. And... You know, coming from a different world and only being a politician for a short period of time. How am I doing? Am I doing okay? I'm president. Hey, I'm president. Can you believe it, right? <laughs> I don't know. It's, I thought you. I don't know. I just. I, can, can you? I, sometimes I can't believe I'm president. <laughs> this is why so many people love President Trump. I, love him or hate him, folks. You're, you're going to know where he is. It's, it's, if you think liberals can't believe he's president, he can't believe he's president. Look, look where I am. The guy's been working 30 years, could never become president. I, I decide I want to do it. Now, now, granted, he had the worst opponent in U.S. history in Hillary Clinton, but I mean. I don't know. It's, I thought you needed a little bit more, more time. Uh -huh. They always told me more yeah. time, but mm -hmm. we didn't. But we have an amazing group of people standing behind me. They worked so hard and they worked so long. And what I said, let's do this. Let's go out, just short little shots for each one of us. 
and let's say how good this plan is. We don't have to talk about this unbelievable victory. Wasn't it unbelievable? So we don't have to say it again. <laughs> and and, and it's, a, it's a White House full court press. This was a victory. It's a political victory, folks. This was not a victory for the American people. This, this modification, remember, look at the language of the bill. This, the American Health Care Act amends Obamacare. It doesn't replace it. It amends it. And in this conservative's mind, so long as you agree that there is an entitlement that is needed here, it is a failure for the United States of America. Period. End of sentence. Because entitlements have done us no good. I'll be back in a minute. It's the Salcedo Show. Welcome to The Blaze. Dismantling liberal ideology, one issue at a time. This is The Chris Salcedo Show. The Blaze Radio Network. This is the Chris Salcedo Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. This time around, we chose to engage our state counterparts in the discussion and listen to their input as we designed the bill. And at the top of their list was a desire to see the work requirements built into the Medicaid and the expansion populations and the opportunity to work with Medicaid as a block grant. Republicans trust that states know what works for their respective populations, and we are not going to stand in the way of states seeking to design Medicaid programs that work for them. So let me, that's Dr. and Congressman Michael Burgess. And what the Congressman is basically saying is that we're going to give you a whole bunch of money. But we're going to let, this is what freedom looks like. We're going to give you a whole bunch of money from the federal government and redistribute it, but we're going to give it to the states and let the states administer it. And that'll be more efficient. Um, I, okay. Okay. But at the end of the day, I do not recall a provision inside of the U.S. Constitution that says that you are entitled to services paid for by uh, your fellow citizens. I do. There is none. You don't have the right to services paid for by somebody else. And that's what taxpayer-supported is all about. Somebody else. Um, I'm not a big fan of insurance, because insurance adds about 30 to 35% to the cost of health care. What I am for is market-based solutions um, to, to these issues. What I'm for is free clinics where doctors donate their, their hours and their times to underserved communities. What I am for is for actual insurance. Actual insurance is, think of auto insurance. Why do you have auto insurance? 
in case you get into an accident. Why do you have health insurance? In case you have a, a, a catastrophic diagnosis. That's insurance. When you're using your insurance just to go to the doctor's office for a sniffle or for a checkup, that's not insurance. That's, that's not, that's, that's the equivalent folks of saying, well, I'm filling up my gas tank. I better bill my auto insurance policy. That's what that is. Actual, real, legitimate insurance is is a protection against catastrophic loss. You, there, there's got to be a different one. Well, I know there's a different way. It's called the free market of getting into a free medicine, a, a preventative, not free, a preventative medicine model that doesn't require you to pull all your resources uh, in an insurance model, an insurance model to pay, to defray your costs. For, for preventative care. What ideally this, in my mind anyway, looks like is uh, a, a, a reformatting basically of the economic model where there is a whole pool of money out here. Everybody in the country is going to need medical care. And everybody in the country is going to need preventative care. So, you get the insurance companies out of it. You get the government out of it. And so doctor's offices at that point are confronted with a choice. Um, do I want to continue to charge, you know, five, six hundred dollars for an office visit? And I'm not, I'm just throwing that number out there. It's arbitrary. Or do I want to tailor my the cost of my service to a better business model to be able to provide services to more people and get a bigger market share it's what i'm articulating here is the free market folks we need to get back to it this is the chris salcedo show part of the next generation of talk radio this is the blaze radio network <laughs>